Welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra, pharmacist, publisher, and professional editor, bringing you interviews and advice on succeeding in your residency journey. You can sign up for the email list at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com to get your free LOI template or get editing help working one-on-one with me at residency.teachable.com. Let's get started with the show. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra. I know I haven't been as active as I usually am, but I've got a big project right now in a, a book I'm uh, writing for a, a national publisher. So I uh, just got a lot on my plate, but I know that your rankings are due here in five days, and I wanted to make sure you kind of knew what was going on and, and how to do that. So let's first kind of go back to the the match statistics and we see that uh, the match trends uh, this big red line um, that there were 7300 people applying for the match uh, two years ago and only 6400 last year and that number is expected to go down even further uh, not only because interest in residency is going down but also because there are just fewer applicants and then as I mentioned before in two or three years it's gonna be really easy uh, to get a residency, and uh, we expect that the number of residency positions will be equal to the number of applicants. And you can also see here that the number of residencies continue to go up at 5232. So there's going to be a crossing of the streams if you get that Ghostbusters reference, but that's a, that's a long time ago. Um, but uh, the, the bottom line is that your chances of getting a residency are pretty high. And what I know a lot of you are thinking right now is, well, you know, I'm not really sure if I'm going to get my top choice. So should I put my second or third choice first so I have a better chance to get it? Well, the chance of you getting your top choice if you interviewed there is 61%. And then your chances of getting in your top three choices is 91%. So the, the best advice I can give you you know, without going into the huge details about the, the matching algorithm, is that there's over a 90% chance that you're going to get your top three choices. And why is that? Well, because on the residency side, uh, on average, if you've got four residency positions, they're going to go down to their 13th choice. And I think that the numbers go down a little bit if you're talking about like a UNC where you or a Mayo where you couldn't imagine anyone turning it down um, and you know they that the chances of getting your first choice if you got a, a you know an interview at UNC or Mayo it might be a little bit lower and the chances of you matching it somewhere that's not UNC Mayo are actually going to be even a little bit higher so for most people uh, just putting what is really in your heart, the first, second, and third choice is the best thing. My wife and I both just, it's funny, we because we're both pharmacists, we get uh, those, uh, you know, sign-on bonus, uh, you know, three by five, they're not three by five cards, but postcards. And, you know, the, the sign-on bonuses was about $50,000. And now it's just you know mind-boggling that the sign-on bonus is higher than an entire year of residency pay that is that's not even like here we're gonna pay you to work too but here's the sign-on bonus which is more than residency pay and so what i want to give you now is kind of a a think down the line so 
when you're talking about where you are in life, that's how you kind of make your decisions. So for me, if I was graduating as a guy who wasn't planning to get married anytime soon or have a family anytime soon, I would take the money. I would go into that small town and take that $50,000 sign-on bonus. I would work there for two or three years, uh, and I would be very happy with that, um, paying off my loans and, and getting my financial footing. If, however, you're someone who has some children, and those children are getting to that like five or six or seven where you want to make sure that you're at all their events and, and that's really important to you, well a lot of those retail and community positions are fundamentally incompatible with being a present parent. I don't want to use the word good because a good parent is one who provides for their kids. And what we end up with is being in a position where we have to be there. We're, we're choosing to either pay for the activity or actually attend the activity. It's you know, so hard to actually pay for and attend the activity if you are in uh, this kind of, uh, you know, schedule where you're working nights and weekends. And, and many of the hours have changed. So it's not unusual for some pharmacies to close at seven or eight and uh, you can, you know, put them to bed and those types of things. So I think that what we need to do is look at it in terms of where do you want to be during the next five years? And if you're happy just hustling and making the most money you possibly can, I can tell you that in three years, it will be exponentially easier to get a residency. And you're going to get a much better residency in three years than you will this year because they're going to lose 500 students this year, 500 next year, 500 the year after that, and then 2,000 students uh, the year after that. And about half of those students would apply for residency. So you're losing 250, 250, 1,000. So if you're doing residency because you'll never go back to it, I think that is false. Uh, I'm someone who got a residency 10 years after I graduated. So it can be done. And the likelihood of it being done is going to go way up uh, as uh, these years kind of go on. So uh, in terms of ranking, if you... I would rank as places I would only want to go. And, you know, that idea of, well, I, I want to get a residency, so I would accept this place or that place. Uh, I, I would think that over the next couple of years, you could get this place or that place later uh, and, you know, take a job for the money and, and uh, take it for um, uh, to, to become financially stable. Look, it's never been more expensive to go to pharmacy school. I paid $4,000 a year in tuition, $16,000 total, and my tuition doubled from the bachelor's. If I had gotten a bachelor's just, uh, if I had gone into pharmacy school just one year earlier, actually finished my two years of pre-pharmacy in two years, I would have paid $2,000 a year for tuition for three years. So it's insane what the cost of pharmacy school is now. So if you got a good deal on pharmacy school, which is getting uh, pharmacy school tuition under $100,000, and it's reasonable to do now, uh, then, you know, great, you know, do the residency, you're, you know, you, you did a good job getting a good deal on the pharmacy school tuition. If your tuition puts you at 200 or 300,000 in the hole, well, you didn't get a good deal. And maybe you went to one of those uh, coastal schools out of state, 
uh, or maybe you went to one of those privates because uh, you felt that you had to get in this year. And the fact of the matter is that you don't, it, it's actually because pharmacy pay is down and acceptance rates are so high that it actually makes sense to wait a year to actually go into another state to wait that year and uh, you'll actually come out in, in better shape financially. So, you know, my my 10 minute spiel here is, uh, you know, if you're going to do the match, pick your honest top choice, you'll probably get it. Pick your honest second choice, you'll probably get it. And your third choice, probably get it. I know that on the second is the last day that you can participate. And the third is the last day you can rank. Uh, they honestly, the, the math is done, you know, later in the day on the third. Uh, they've got a week and a half where they want to check for errors and those types of things. But I'm telling you, on March 15th, you will probably very be very happy with what happens. But if you find yourself in a position where you do have phase two, uh, I'm just going to help a dozen people this year. I'm going to be on vacation. I, I you know, just... I've helped a lot of people do this and, and I'm just going to kind of limit the number of people. So, um, but if you want help with phase two, I can help you. You just sign up for the phase two course. You send me your LOI and a website that you want to apply to and, uh, you know, I'll get it back in a day. Um, but, uh, that's going to be, uh, for phase two. So again, March 15th, uh, you know, good luck. And if you need help, Tony, the pharmacist at gmail.com. Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You might also like to check out our available residency audiobooks at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com forward slash books, where you can get your first book free if you've never been on Audible before, or work one-on-one -on -one with me as a professional editor at residency.teachable.com. Feel free to send an invite to connect with me, Tony PharmD, on LinkedIn, or email me at tonythepharmacist at gmail.com with questions. Music was by Policy.